0: In this video, we're going to be talking about what the Church has said about transgender people and baptism and being godparents, because a lot of people have questions about this topic. So we want to give you the nutshell version of what was said and what the Pope came out with, what the Vatican documents came out with. And a lot of people— have just had knee-jerk reactions. Be like, as soon as it came out, I can't believe this pope. Oh, I'm leaving the church. Oh, I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. The pope is bad. Knee-jerk reactions. I've even talked to close friends, and one person in particular. I said, hey, did you hear about yeah, the church and the pope and transgender baptisms? And the person immediately said, wait, what? Why would the pope do that? That's bad. I'm like, really? Why? And they said, because, oh, wait, it's not? <laughs> Their immediate reaction was that it's bad, because maybe it sounds bad, right? It sounds bad. But what should have been the immediate reaction? Oh, that doesn't sound right. Huh. What is the source on that? Or what did the Pope really say? Or is that, or is this a bad thing? I mean, as soon as we have questions, doubts, uh, confusion, or something even seems wrong— what is the first thing we should do? Check the sources. Go right to the sources and read that. And I'll try to remember to link that below in the description section. But if you read what the Vatican said, there are good reasons for this. And it's not as bad as it sounds. But yet you just have people, as soon as they hear this, oh, Bergoglio's at it again. Bergoglio's a heretic. Bergoglio's just propagating bad things again in the church. None of them. Went and even read the source. All of these people just had knee-jerk reactions. And I want to challenge you, Catholics, please, to be better. Be better. This is what anti-Catholics do to Catholics. When they see someone in front of a statue, they say, oh, there's Catholics worshiping a statue again. First of all, we're not kneeling to the statue. Second of all, we're not praying to the statue. They're just going by what they see, not what the reality is. And too many times Catholics do that. We go by what we see, what we feel, knee-jerk reactions, without checking out the sources, seeing what the real facts are, checking out the information to see if it's true or not. So in this video, we're going to be doing exactly that right after this. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Catholic Truth. My name is Brian Mercier, president of Catholic Truth, and I'm so excited that you're here with us to join us on these topics, which can be confusing for Catholics. That's why we're here to help you know your faith, love your faith, live your faith, and even be able to defend it. And if you look at news headlines like the Washington Post, you'll see things like, oh, the Pope said transgenders can get married and serve as godparents. That's it. So they make it seem like there's this blatant allowance for these things, which seem to contradict Church teaching, seem to ignore the fact that some of these things are sinful, They seem to ignore the fact that the Church does not approve of these things. And so when we see these, we immediately, many of us, yell at the Pope, I can't believe he did it again! without actually reading the sources. And this is such a huge problem in the church, people, is that people read news sources. That's where their information comes from. The news, the news, the media, the media, without actually seeing what the church says. And many of the problems could be solved if we just read the doctrines or the writings or the documents of the Pope or the Dicastery of Faith or whatever Vatican source is giving these documents. The Dicastery for the Doctrine of the Faith was responding to a bishop in Brazil who was asking about what we should do for people who want baptism but identify as transgender. Now, this is a serious question that some people are having. People are coming to the church to be baptized. Should they be baptized? Or should they just be turned away? So the church came up with an answer for this. It wasn't just like, oh, we're going to allow these now. <laughs> it was addressing a certain specific problem in the church and questions that some people had. And there were three questions. One, can a transgender person be baptized? Two, can a transgender person be a godfather or a godmother at baptism? And three, can a transgender person be a witness at a wedding? Uh, so the, the church came out and didn't just say, yes, all of this. No, that's not what happened, but that's what the news media made it seem. First of all, we have to understand that even in this papacy, the church has made it clear. Pope Francis has made it clear that being transgender is not a good thing. It's a sin. It's a rejection of who God made us to be. And that's the necessary foundation and context for the rest of this. Now That doesn't mean that if you're struggling with this, it's a sin, similar to homosexuality. What it means is that if you're choosing to go against who you are and you have reassignment surgery or you try to pretend to be something that you are not, an opposite gender or sex, then you are going against God and you are going against who he made you to be, which is a sin. And the the Pope has spoken out so clearly against this topic of transgender. So can they receive baptism? Yes. Under many certain conditions, not like the Washington Post and other sources, oh, they can get baptized now. Nope, they can't. The majority of them would not probably be able to be baptized. Why? Because in order to be baptized, the church came out and said that it's under the same conditions as everybody else. Which means that, number one, you have to accept God and his teachings. Number two, you have to accept the church and her teachings. And you have to say that you're going to live those teachings and abide by them. So, in other words, you have to promise to be a good and faithful Catholic. This is not for everybody. If you don't want to live the church's teachings and you just want to get baptized, you can't. If you want to live out a certain lifestyle that's against the church and you want to still get baptized, you can't at least not in good conscience, at least not in good grace. Yes, sure, some people probably have been baptized in poor circumstances and not with a conversion of heart and not with a repentance of sin. And perhaps the the uh, sacrament takes effect, but they don't have any sanctifying grace. They are still at odds with God. They're still against God. Whereas on the other hand, there are people who do want to live the faith, who are struggling with these questions. I know people who have been anorexic. And they that's not good either. That's a sin because you're destroying the body that God gave you. And you're lying to yourself and trying to make yourself unhealthy. Now, there that's a struggle. That is a mental dysphoria. It's a body dysphoria where your mind is lying to you and telling you one thing that's not true. It's the same thing with uh, transgender where transgender, where your mind is lying to you and telling you something that's not true. Many people struggle with these things. Now, many people tell the church to take a hike, that the church needs to change her teachings, the church needs to get up to date and get on board. These people cannot receive baptism because they are not open to the church. Whereas other people, they don't like their condition. They just want to feel normal. They don't want this interior struggle. Or even if they have the interior struggle and they do feel like they are something else than they really are but they still choose to follow God they know God's most important and they want to follow God in their life similar to many homosexuals who have chosen to live lives of chastity and purity and they don't live out that lifestyle and they they live single for the rest of their life and dedicate their lives to God wonderful beautiful but the church says that they can be baptized as long as they are open to God and to the church and they are open to living for God and the church and Turning away from their sins. That's part of the usual conditions, is turning away and renouncing your sins. So that would include renouncing certain lifestyles that are contrary to the church. Might we still struggle with these? Absolutely. Do people who are baptized in the church still struggle with porn? Do they renounce this? No, many times. Many other times they do, but they still struggle with it. This is part of the problem, is that the church is a hospital for sinners, not a museum for saints as the saying goes. Now, the church doesn't want to turn people away who are seeking God, seeking his grace, and truly seeking repentance. Because Even people who are struggling with porn and other things in the church, we need the graces of the church. We need the sacraments, and other people do too, and the church isn't just going to swipe them away because they're a little bit different than us, or they have a different identity than us, or they have a dysphoria going on. The church doesn't just swipe them away, but wants to offer them the healing tools they need, the graces they need to help overcome them. So people of sincere heart who are willing to turn away from their lifestyles and who are willing to live for Jesus the way he wants through the church are welcome to baptism. They're welcome to be baptized. And they're also welcome to be godparents as well as long as they're trying to live out the teachings of the church. Again, they're rejecting these things. They're not going and living the gay lifestyle. They're not going and living the transgender lifestyle, or at least they shouldn't be. And the the, the Church, the document specifically, says we should reject these people if these people are not living the way they should or if it, and or if it's going to cause scandal, meaning that they're trying to get their lifestyle approved of in some way, or it's going to be a scandal to to people who say, oh, right, they're living this way, but they're, they're trying to be Catholic. That doesn't make sense. The Church says they should not be accepted to baptism or to be godparents or anything like that, to, because to be godparents... You really need to be living the Catholic faith as well, so the same conditions apply, even though the church is more loosey-goosey on that sometimes and don't really uh, give people the rundown um, that they should be receiving. And as far as being a witness to a marriage, we pretty much let anyone be witnesses to marriage, so this wouldn't be a problem. Now, maybe the church should have more regulations on that, more stricter regulations, but we don't. Anyone can witness a marriage and say, yes, these two want to enter into marriage. Even if they're living alternate lifestyles, they can at least be witnesses and say, these people want to enter into marriage. They're not being examples of the church. They're not being teachers in the church. They're just being witnesses. But as far as baptism goes and being a godparent goes, you should be living the teachings of the church. And the church says that if you don't, the documents say you can refuse people baptism. So it's not just anybody. It's not just baptizing transgender people point blank. No. No. That is not true. It's people who truly want to live for God and follow God, but have this alternate lifestyle that they are struggling with, that in many times they find detrimental and antagonizing and something that they don't want. But there are many sincere people. So you have to look at this spectrum between the two, those who don't want to live it and those who do. And some people are coming to be baptized because they do want to live for God. They really do want to be Catholic and live out the faith. But they have this impediment or this struggle in their life. And the church says that as long as they're open and honest to God in the church, they can receive baptism. So it's up to each and every priest and bishop to I guess, deal with these on an individual basis. I have a personal concern that many people are going to try to exploit this, as they always do. They're always going to say, oh, well, the Church approves it now because the news media said so. I talked to so many Catholics who say, oh, the Pope said this, the Pope said that, the Pope allows this now. The Pope's totally on board with that, even though the Pope has already condemned these things in his own words. He's come out with actual statements condemning these things, but these people who refuse to study and do actual research keep condemning the pope. Not Nonetheless, even though we repeat it a hundred times till we're blue in the face, because their sources are news media and other hack jobs who don't like the Pope and don't give them a fair chance and don't read the documents with an open and honest mind or at all. But it is a concern that people will try to exploit this because, oh, the church allows it now, even though the church did not say that. The church did not just say point blank. People can get it. So everywhere and from everywhere. Is, and we know priests who are liberals who are going to allow people probably from any walk of life to do this. I mean, they're probably doing that anyways just because they aren't obedient to the church and they don't obey the church. But the bottom line is that's not the church's fault. The church has specific conditions that need to be met, and it's up to the priests and the people to abide by that. And if they don't, it's mortal sin and hell. Why? Because mortal sin cuts you off from the life of God. What is mortal sin? It's a big sin. It's You know it's wrong what you're doing and you freely choose to do it anyways. And disobedience to God and the Bible and the church is a mortal sin because disobedience is one of the greatest sins in the church. It's the sin that led the devil out of heaven. It's the sin that led Adam and Eve to fall from God. It's one of the top three sins that bring people to hell. St. John Bosco said that people are falling into hell like snowflakes, so we need to pray for these people. These people will be individually responsible for their decisions, and especially priests who do whatever they want and not what the church wants, on Judgment Day. So that's between them and God. But the church is open, and this is the reason why they're doing this, is looking to help sincere people, sincere individuals who are struggling but still want to follow God, turn away from their lifestyle, and receive the strength to do what's right and do God's will that's the long and short of it and there was a follow-up uh letter by the vatican as well who was responding to follow-up questions about this so you can read that letter as well i'll try to remember to link them down below but this is the long and short of it um, if you have any questions please put them in the comment section below if you have any thoughts please put them in the cons- comment section below please share this video with everybody so that we can get the actual truth of these out there so bad that the news media picks up on these constantly constantly, constantly, and just undermines the church, what the church believes. And what's really sad is that Catholics are so gullible because they don't care about what the church teaches. They just go by the media, what looks bad. They, they engage in sensationalism, which means, oh, I can't believe this. Oh my gosh. Oh, the Pope's so bad. That's sensationalism. That's knee-jerk reactionism. We want to avoid that. Go to the facts go to the sources, stop being lazy. You're going to be responsible to God on Judgment Day for mortal sins as well. Mortal sins of lying and slander and misrepresenting people and calling out God's holy and anointed, which people were struck dead for in the Bible. And, I mean, literally, even though the holy and anointed ones in the Bible, God's chosen leaders and kings were evil, people were still struck dead for going against them because they still had God's authority. So be very careful Catholics. There's the church and those who dissent against it. Not just the liberal media, but people who claim to be Catholics are telling you to not listen to the pope. That is Protestantism. Be very careful. Make sure to check out our show notes below and check out our social media. Follow us on social media and support us on PayPal or Patreon. We are looking for people who can support us $25 every month, $50 every month, or even $100 every month to support this important, fast-growing ministry and everything that we're doing for the work of souls, saving souls, and changing lives for Christ and defending and building up the Church. Also, feel free to if check out our website, catholictruth.org, if you would like a Catholic speaker a retreat leader, or for us to come to your parish and fire them up. Check it out, catholictruth.org. God bless you. Hi, everyone. My name is Kate. I'm the video editor here at Catholic Truth. And I just wanted to say on behalf of all of us, thank you so much for taking some time to watch our videos and learn more about your faith. You guys really make this channel possible, and we truly appreciate you being here. So thanks again, and God bless.